right, Jack, I have a question for you. Okay, what's your question, sir? Hit me. Have you ever been turned on by the sight of a penis? I mean, not the sight of a, a, not not the sight of a single penis. Um, uh, for, and, and forgive anyone, forgive me, anyone who's listening. I just had a moment. I, we're friends. I've, yeah, I mean, I've I've had moments watching um, pornographic material where there was a penis present. But... So it was a coincidental penis, is what you're saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, was, I don't uh, think it was the penis itself, but it was a. You know. um, collateral damage penis you know like correct, it just correct. happened that there was a penis present yeah but yeah and hey like, look look i'm not opposed to people being I'm, turned on by pe- penises that's fine if I, that's what you like like i'm it. not their own shape so i <laughs> by the way that's a great intro <laughs> i had i i i uh i was having a conversation with someone and i and i okay. sort of realized mm-hmm. again i'm very sorry to our listeners we'll get it on to normal topics shortly by the way i, I had no idea if this was coming people. i don't know <laughs> it, i don't know if this is i don't know if this is an experience unique to, <laughs> i remember as a teenager right right as a teenager right. mm-hmm. it's a little embarrassing to admit uh in a public podcast I remember we're all as, friends here. I remember as a teenager being turned on by the sight of my own. Really? Yeah. You never had that experience? That's, I thought no. this might be you know what, you uh, thought we were gonna have a shared cathartic yeah, experience. I thought you'd be here. like, Yeah, I've been there too, man. Instead you're hanging me out to dry. <laughs> I mean I don't mean to, but Okay, let me think about it. I no. <laughs> Not really, like as a teenager, like when you were really, when the hormones were really coursing and all of that, and like you looked down and you were like, huh? Huh? Well, I don't, no, some, I'm glad I stopped myself from saying what, what, what I was going to say. I um, wish you'd stop me from saying this. Well, you didn't stop me from singing on stream, no, so where no, that's even? true. But you didn't warn me that you were going to do that. <laughs> that uh, that's fair true. enough. Um, I didn't, you didn't, I didn't warn, warn me that you were going to do this either. This. I had no idea this was coming. <laughs> By the way, I don't sit around and think about these things. I wasn't just sitting uh, around thinking about it. I was having uh, a conversation, and we, uh, we were just talking about like. I don't think it's being a teenager, being a teenage right. boy versus uh, not, right. and just sort of like what uh, you know, sexual awakenings were like, and and this, that, and the other thing. And I was like, I, I just like very clearly remember having that. And mm-hmm. I think it's just like a proximity thing. I think it's it's okay. similar to the collateral damage penis that you were talking about, right. which is like <laughs> it's just sort of there, and you just yeah. as a I don't know how. Uh, um, I was gonna say women, but that's not not really right. Like I don't know how I I don't know how other people re- relate to like pornography, but like yeah. there's sort of like if you see a still image of something, there's a there's a promise of what's about to happen. Do you know right, what I mean right. when I say that? Okay. No, no, You're I like, get that, that idea, and that's also why I said you know, you know I have seen pornographic material where there was a penis present. That sure got me in the mood, turned me on, or sure. whatever the hell yeah. you want to call it. But it wasn't necessarily the penis; it was the idea of the penis. It was the. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh god! I so want to cut that, but I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like, you're not turned on by the sight of the Titanic, but you know it's going to hit the iceberg. That that's exactly that's what, what I'm trying to say. That's a terrible it's, metaphor. It's the things that one can do with a penis that that are the exciting. <sighs> Hello everyone. Hello everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Podcast of the Nerds. My name is Jack. And I'm Ian. <sighs> uh, yeah, so we do this cold open thing and I don't know, I was just thinking about that. I was thinking about like, yeah, I remember like, I remember that, that, that teenage, mo- I'm not saying I do that as a 42 year old man. <laughs> hey, 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 no like, judgment, man. No judgment. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. And this will be... Um, this will be relevant later in the podcast, uh, but, yeah. uh, which is partially why I... Anyway, today on the podcast, we're doing another little bit of a uh, kind of shortened format, but we're sort of like... I think our, our still, format's always a little in flux. The format is us. We're still, we're still finding our feet. We're still still trying to figure this out, you know? Um, we've tried some stuff that hasn't worked, and we've tried stuff that has worked really well, and we're still... Yeah. Yeah. Trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, also, uh, this week we officially made Jack uh, mm-hmm. the complete and total producer of the podcast. Uh, yeah. For all the Come reasons the you love. Sink, speaking of the Titanic. Never. No. Um, yeah. No. For, for all it's going to be fine. For all the comments you have loving the podcast, direct them to Jack. Yes. And, and all the terrible ones, too. If you want to. No. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't do be that. mean to me. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> Jack's very nice. Um, anyway, this week we're going to start off by catching up. Uh, it's only been four or five days since the last one, but... Yeah. 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 We're on a bit of a roll. Um, but no, I'm doing okay. Um, but also, we're going to... Uh, I found a survey um, along the lines of how well do we know each other, and we're going to get stuck into that for a little, little bit of fun. Maybe it could be end up like a rolling segment. We'll see what, what, what happens there. Um... But yeah, I thought it would, would be fun. And then, of course, we're going to follow that that, that up and finish off with the fanfic re- reading. Uh, Here is Gone by Terry Boda, chapter 34. And I believe we have nine more ch- ch- chapters left. Yeah, it's get, it's getting down there. We're going to need to pick figure out how we're going to pick a new uh, fanfic. Do we stick with Buffy? Mm-hmm. We talked about there were a couple comments uh, about the, re- the erotic fanfic that we talked about I, uh, last week. I, However... I don't think. Hey, hey we I'm the make producer that... now, so well, it's, we're, that's we're doing true. It. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> sir, yes, sir. Yeah, but um, yeah. Before we kick th- things off, I just wanted to ask, uh, gentle viewers, gentle listeners, uh, how are you guys doing? Um, what have you been up to? Uh, what What have you been doing to pass the time and to stay sane? Let us know in the comments, and yeah, we'd love to hear from from you. Uh, myself, I've. Uh, I need to see a doctor, Ian. Why? I don't like when you so, talk about doctors. Yeah, I know. Just, 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 just what I need. More, yeah. more medical attention, right? Yeah. And more. Um, no, no, it's nothing super, super serious. My right ear, it's been kind of um, for the last four or five days now. It's been kind of like it's not sore, but it feels like it's kind of like blocked. But like, it's kind of uh, it's hard and hard to explain. I can. It kind of sounds like my ear is constantly vi- vibrating. Um, uh, I get weird stuff with my ears like that every once in a while. Yeah, and like um, 
I was listening to, to music this morning in the shower and it's like when the music plays, it's almost like I, I can hear in my right ear, you know, the sound when you hold the microphone too close to the speaker and you get that high pitch sort of yeah. feed, feedback yeah. sound. That's what I can, can, can hear. I'm not like concerned about it as such. It's just kind of annoying and it doesn't hurt. So, well, the seasons are changing. Yeah. I mean, but, but I sort of have, have had trouble with um, my right ear for the, for the last couple of months, just like earaches and stuff here and there. I don't know, but um, it's okay, I guess. <laughs> but it's just, last thing I, I need though is more, more medical shit, right? Um, well, the funny also, thing is too, like, like hmm? I, uh, we all, well, I don't know about we all, like, um, the the inevitable desire to sort of figure it out you have to the mm-hmm. mind's desire to be like well maybe and even yeah. though you have no basis or background or whatever right. in my head yeah. i was like thinking about all of the medical issues that you've described to me and i was like well maybe yeah. this connected to that and that, that. <laughs> and i was like no ian you don't know anything it's, it's funny though you're kind of adorable because like when i'll when i'll be explaining like my kidney issues and whatnot you'll be like you'll like connect dots that are there and i'll make ian sweetie yeah. no that's no. the one that's connected to the toes right you should have your toes checked out that's i think the, i think your toes are in trouble yeah but no 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 i get it you're also a fixer um yes very much so yeah yeah it's but, funny um, with lonnie i have to uh we'll be talking and mm-hmm. and you know we the, the you, you share stuff that you're dealing with you share stuff that you're mm-hmm. talking about and sure. uh like my opinion is that like the healthiest state that you can get into as a person in a relationship is or in many contexts is mm-hmm. i don't know yeah i don't know uh, acknowledge absolutely. stop trying to guess stop trying to just do the thing yep and like do the dance and do a game or whatever just mm-hmm. i don't know i'm going to ask and so a lot of times Correct. in a situation she'll tell me something and i'll i'll start to respond and then i'll be like wait is this uh you just need me to listen moment or is this uh you want my to help fix it moment and, and, and like you've i'm said down that for to either. me before yeah. yeah 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 like if you don't know ask yeah. uh right right um, and very often, you know, it's like just, you know, it's either, it's either one or the yeah. other. And I'm like, okay, perfect. I like, I have, my attachment is that you feel better, you know? Right. And so, right. um, like I have no attachment to giving advice or to listening. Mm-hmm. I just want you to feel mm-hmm. better. And if it's like you, you right. just need to get stuff off your chest, then I need to yeah. shut the hell up and listen. <laughs> but I just think that like. I think that's a good place to be. Is all I was saying. If I, but the thing with 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 me is though, if I'm reaching out to you, talking about something, whatever it is, like I'm always open to you giving advice or whatever. It's just yeah, yeah. Um, Not um, always. Because, We've caught sometimes well, where you've had to be like, just let me be, and I'm like, oh, this wasn't a fix yeah, it moment. This was a just listen yeah. and. But just, you know me, like, my imagination gets the better of me when I'm struggling with things. I mean, talking about connecting dots that aren't there, I'm the king of that. Um, um, sure. And so, well, yeah. yeah, sometimes I can see a spin going on for another person and yeah. be like, hang on, let's yeah. catch this yeah. and slow it down. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's so many times when I've, like, you know, spewed out this, like, stream of con- consciousness to, 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 to you 
and you don't have to say a single thing and I just get get this look of oh I just realized how ridiculous that is it's, it's like it's like once I say it and vocalize it it's like oh wait that's complete bullshit yeah, okay. yeah today we were talking and you were like oh wait none of this matters yeah and I was like yeah it's not really the point it's yeah, the thing yeah, that's yeah, creating all of this yeah, so it's 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 always helpful man it's always helpful even just to listen listen to me and help me point out that i'm just being a crazy yeah person. that's fine yeah with with some people you have more carte blanche than others obviously like i'm closest right. in this world of mo- with right. you and uh right. lonnie and uh, mm-hmm. uh so there's i know that there's a lot of freedom in our relationships to just be like yeah you know including inviting tough love Correct, correct, which is something you know. I definitely need. Yeah, yeah, yeah me um, too, me too. But but yeah, this ear thing, like, I'm not I'm not worried about it, but of course my mind goes to the whole, what if I'm going to lose my heat hearing? What if I... Because it is affecting my uh, heat hearing, dude. I was in uh, 7-Eleven the, uh, the other day, and the guy was asking me something, and I just couldn't, I just couldn't hear him properly. But what would be the precedent for this being evidence of hearing loss or as opposed to just have you met me do you think i need the reason to i don't have the reason i guess i just immediately switched into the approach of like well let's talk about this anyway go on i see what you're doing there and i like it um no 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 it's it's just it's just catastrophizing that's all it is i mean i i know i know that's what what it is so yeah i should get that checked out because it um yeah no the first day i woke woke up with it i just said oh that's weird but it'll go go away and it hasn't so yeah um better safe than sorry what 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 else have i been up to oh ian yes you introduced me to what is now my favorite current tv show oh my god well i figured uh, you should start the bachelor sometime yeah i know it's so (laughs) like 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 i've been missing out on reality television man my rose will always um, be for you jack but no seriously what is the uh the show it's a an english uh show called fleet fleabag i think you said lani introduced you to it she did um okay it's one of those ones that i saw the uh i don't use amazon prime as much as i use netflix i use it all the time see australian netflix sucks so that's why i I use amazon prime well i use plex more than i use you excuse me either of them but um Mm -hmm. i guess just sort of you know, if there's a Kleenex to online streaming for me, it's Netflix, and then Amazon Prime is kind of an afterthought of okay. uh, I'll go there. But anyway, um, you have probably seen the Fleabag poster if you've signed into Amazon Prime in the last year. Yeah. It's a picture which I of had. Uh, a younger woman with mascara streaked on her face, and it mm-hmm. says Fleabag underneath, which I honestly think is a terrible poster for what the show feels like how uh how pacey it is how yeah it you know that that shot is relevant to uh, the events of the series Mm -hmm. but i think it so misrepresents the tone and experience of the show yeah because how many i think i've seen three episodes now is it more you've seen, seen four there are six in the first season and right. the second season is yeah. the best season first season's amazing and, 
And so far, I haven't seen anything that that poster could really relate to. Maybe the the beginnings of it. Yeah, but, and um, the charm and the editing and like the, it's missing oh, the, the kind of sexiness of it and the yeah uh, all of that. None of that. That it's just such a bizarre choice for mm. the image. Um, it is. I I agree. I don't know what the what the visual would be otherwise. Um, so uh, just before we get too deep into the idea, um, the the do you want to set it up for people? Uh, set it up as in explain what what it's yeah, about. Yeah, what's the show about? Um, I you know, <laughs> it's kind of hard hard to de- define exactly. You know, I was thinking about it, but before it kind of reminds me of like kind of like Sex in the City, but not well, but not, <laughs> but but not. You yeah, know? It's, Sex in the it's City that. Has I don't know I I, I watched it's all a, of Sex in the City. Did I tell you that? What you, I, you I've, watched it? I've seen every episode of Sex in the City. Oh wow! Yeah, my um, okay, and I, I've and seen... X from a long time ago. We um, I mean, you watch stuff, you know, couples. Mm, that's yeah. one of, to me, that's yeah. one of the awesome parts about couples, especially right. early on, because you get to have that. You know, they don't know. Uh, your kid doesn't know that Luke Skywalker is the son of Darth right. Vader. Moment. Yeah, you've yeah. never seen this, and you get to watch yeah. your favorites together with them and see the reactions. Right. So we traded I've seen enough to know like the the gist of it. That's about it. Yeah, yeah we traded um, shows. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I said okay, you pick something that we watch together, and I'll pick something that we watch together, and we watch an episode of it each night. Her pick was Sex in the City. Mine was The X Files. <laughs> <laughs> I love the contrast there. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I would not compare um I, I get where you're going with that, but I I, I, yeah. I think it's a misleading comparison. Because well, I was thinking it's kind of about a woman and so and so far from what I've seen, her relationships, but not I guess it's not just wrong romantic or, or sex sex sexual. No, her family plays a it's, huge it's, role. It's her family, it's it's I don't know, Ian. How would you describe it? Because I'm struggling here. So it's written I believe it's written, directed and starring uh Phoebe Waller Cates. Um, ah, Bridge, who, not Cates. Phoebe Cates is. Uh, what's her? Uh, yeah. uh, forgive me. What? How, I'm looking in our notes and I don't see it. Phoebe Waller, what? Uh, correct Bridge. me. Phoebe Waller Bridge. Yeah. Phoebe Waller Bridge, who is yeah. spectacular. Yeah, she's, um, she's incredible. She's a woman living in London who. Uh, is dealing with some distant relationships with her family and has started a coffee shop with a friend who is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not spoiling anything that uh, didn't occur in the first season. Yeah, right. Um, right. She's incredibly charming, very mm-hmm. funny, and dealing with something. Yeah, as she's kind of a little um, damaged, I guess. A little... Uh... Um, yeah, she, she's got some baggage. Um, yeah, but the show, yeah, 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 the baggage, the way the yeah, show is cut together, she has a lot of conversations to the camera. Yeah, I love that. I I've always loved that motif, mm. um, or rather that uh, it's not a motif, but you know but what I mean. It's done in such a quirky way, though. Like I've never the seen editing it quite is amazing done this way. Yeah. yeah. Um, even like um, I love how it transitions from one scene to another. There's lots of um. 
like it feels abrupt but it's often just like funny and just i don't know it yeah. works really well yeah a lot of uh when i edit episode guides and i'm not comparing what i did to fleabag but i i know mm-hmm. from personal experience that a lot of humor emerges in how you edit yeah. The crisper the edit, the cleaner the edit, the better the the joke feels, the sharper yeah. the joke feels. Um, whenever I I have some dumb line about something in the script where I'm just sort of doing an off-the-cuff kind of joke, I cut the end of it as sharp as possible so that it immediately goes into the rest of the episode guide because right. I find the joke just works better that way. And this yeah. uh, show is so crisply edited. Yeah. And it's very yeah, like it's it, it's pretty fast paced. Would, would you say the, the the pacing's pretty fast, but not like breakneck speed? Yeah, um, it it always feels as fast as it needs to be. Uh, yeah. it, 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 it there's no fat. It just it, it, like no. there's it, it, everything yeah. is all everything feels right where it needs to be to me. It's yeah. it's amazing. And I love the way it not only juggles, but it's sort of like mashes together comedy and melancholy like it, it, it's, it does it yeah, yeah. I, I would describe it as a comedy uh that has some melancholy as the genre so it's yeah. it's the first episode the first and it's so short you should just watch mm-hmm. it if you have amazon prime uh it's very sexy there's a lot of sex mm-hmm. yeah. um uh there's, there's, there's no noon nudity though from, from what i've seen there's no um yeah, Nothing I mean, like, there's there's always like an arm or a hand in the yeah. the right direction, but they're very vocal about uh, sex and and mm. uh, sex addiction and, yeah. and all of that. Don't watch it with with your grandmother. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's the only word of warning I can think of, uh, mm. as opposed to you know like dark or uh, some of the previous things that we've talked about. It, but mm. other than that, it is um, so worth it, so mm. easily easy to consume and yeah. uh in terms of total volume of content it's like a three-hour movie and it's a three-hour yeah. comedy yeah because they're like like 20 to 22 minute episodes 24 maybe maybe they're very short short episodes yeah but i just i love it because it, it, it's so quirky and it's so charming and it's it it's funny but it's also kind of be- beautiful too um and I love how like um, the 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 main character it doesn't glorify her baggage, you know, but it it presents it in 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 this way that's real, whilst not being um, I don't know, like like even though she has issues and whatnot, it doesn't make you hate her, but it doesn't um, glorify no her her, her, her shittiness either. Yeah. Um, and there, uh, the her performance is so. Her, uh, she and her sister have a fascinating relationship, and her yeah. performance there. You you know, I've not seen eye acting uh, as yeah. as good as this. Moments right. where she's, she's so expressive. Yeah, yeah, in the first episode, a number of different people ask her, "Are you okay?" And the shot hangs on her for just an extra half a second, and you see mm. something in her eyes, and mm. uh, and that's just, that's wonderful. It's astonishing to me. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, I I couldn't recommend it enough. Just if if even if you're only mildly in, in interested, check check it out. And if you are, do let us know. Or if you've already seen it, uh, let us know as well. I would say it's the best thing we've talked about on this show. Yeah. I I would agree too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, 
Thank you, Lonnie. Yes, thank thank you, Lonnie. Always thank you, Lonnie, because Lonnie, just thank you for for being Lonnie. That's that's what I'm thank, thankful for. <laughs> um, I've also I, I'm still watching X Files. I haven't watched a ton. It's still it's an it, it's, old school slog. So uh, it's it's a slog. I watched a couple episodes with you when we talked about it mm-hmm. the last time, and now have started watching some with you. And that first yep. season, man. So I think I defended the acting last week in the first season. You did, yeah. Yeah, I take that back. The... <laughs> See, <laughs> it's See, it I know just it being gets a better. Jerk. I know it gets better. Um, it has some David of the. Duchovny. It has just... some. Well, they're both. Yeah. The thing of it is, is, is I'm not sure that that it's the actors or every once in a while you watch something and you think that was the best take. Yeah, there has yeah. to have been a better take than 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 that one that they went with, and there's some mm. of that going on. You know, it's the first season; they're finding their characters, and this is the old school, twenty four yeah. episodes. Right. Like they had two weeks to film an episode. The, yeah. Some I bet sometimes that was one or two yeah. takes. Yeah. Um, also, like I, I don't want to say that like David Duchovny or anyone else is a terrible actor because well, there no, are some you're just scenes. About the first where, season. Yeah, yeah, but there's some scenes where he's fine, but then there's other scenes where I'm just. That's like, why Whoa. I feel like it's it's a matter of take and budget and time. Yeah. Um, as and I know for a fact that the show contains contains some of the best episodes of television ever. Right. Right. Um, it's just. But we have. Um, you've got to get through this. Uh, <laughs> This early, I, I'm I'm not hating it, but it's just not gra- grabbing yeah. me yet either. So it's... in my mind, the map of the early map of the only stuff worth watching. Now, Jack, for the for context, um, I'm a person who will skip, especially in a show yeah. that is episodic. If it's yep. if it's and especially on rewatches, if it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, if people tell me that it's a slog, but the good stuff is here, then I say, okay, what episodes should I watch? That's yeah. why I created the skip guide for Buffy. Um, you, on the other hand, I am a, I, I just can't do it. I'm physically incapable of it. <laughs> it, it. It triggers some something in me. I don't want to say OCD because that's sort of um, making light of people who actually have OCD, but it kind of feels I, I, I just can't do it. I can't yeah. do it. I, I just I mean, even like if I'm rewatching Buffy. The only episode I'll skip is which, and I know we're we're not going to open that can of worms yeah. again. We're not going there, but um, which I just can't. I guess I'm I'm a completionist, and I think it stems from like even if you tell me it sucks, I want to know for myself. Right? Like, Have I ever steered yeah. you wrong? No, you haven't. But I still, I I, I just can't do it. I can't. Eh, no, it's fine. It's fine. So, but so I'm in. I, I gotta admit that I'm I'm getting tempted with this though. I really yeah. Am. So in my head, the early uh, good season episodes. The first one is uh, Squeeze, which you've already watched, and you watched that before. That was a good one. And then um, I think I jumped on with you at that point, and we did yeah. like four, five, six, and seven, or something like that. Yeah. And they're all boring. Yeah, They're all... and then you were like, "Next one I want to watch with 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 you is Ice." I yeah, think I think said. that's episode and... eight or nine. Yeah. Um and, and then I have to get to there myself first, yeah. which I haven't done yet. <laughs> yeah, I tried to well, yesterday. <laughs> that's the problem. Is uh, I feel like if I don't watch it with you, you won't do it. I mean, there's something to be said there. Yeah. you're not exactly like. 
I'll, I'll begrudgingly do it, maybe. <laughs> but I, I, I want to watch Fle- Fleabag with you, though, so we'll see. Well, yeah, but Fleabag's short. We're going to be through that in uh, yeah. a week. I tried to... I, I did put an episode on yesterday, but I just... Maybe I just wasn't in the mood. But just, <laughs> when, I, since I, when I, are you I, in the mood for boring? I didn't know that mood existed. <laughs> well... It's a slog. That's the def- definition yeah. of slog. Like... This is classic early. This is old, like mm. they don't make this kind of thing li- no, like this don't. anymore. Mm. You know, I I think a lot of times when something hits the airwaves now, it's so refined, it's yeah. so sure of what it's supposed the, to be, and it's very polished. Where this just isn't. Yeah, we're doing oh. a Law and Order. We're doing a medical show. We're doing whatever mm. whatever it is. We're doing a crime scene investigators, and this is like this. You know, maybe Twin Peaks kind of did a kind of thing that this was doing, but he's doing something mm-hmm. that I don't think had quite been done before. Same with Star Trek The Next Generation, really. Even though it's a, the first season or two of Next Generation are the Gene Roddenberry throwback. They feel like 1960s uh, yeah. seasons of the show. And I'm not a big original series fan. So those seasons for me are difficult. Third season, it finds its identity. It's this new thing. It's very modern. And while some of the the bits are the same, there's really nothing like Star Trek. Mm-hmm. They do uh, other other shows try and do. You know, uh, no one does that space universe quite in that way, quite with that yeah. identity that Star Trek does. And X Files becomes X Files is very unique. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's why um, Star, Star Trek has become a, a seminal piece in in that genre. It really is like the quintessential like space space opera, even. Yeah, is, is that how we would call it? 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 Yeah, I don't yeah. like. I'm sure X Files has its touchstones mm-hmm. here and there, but um, mm-hmm. there are many shows at, that came after that look and feel like the X Files. Uh, Fringe. Uh, even yeah, supernatural, supernatural to some degree uh, yeah, has some that. of the supernatural finds its own identity uh, later on. I would say by season three, it's pretty. Um, mm-hmm. They know who those characters are and what it is and all of that. But uh, like uh, so many things borrowed from the X Files, where I think it was more unique. The first, it's like Buffy. Mm-hmm. Buffy feels very derivative of other things early on. Um, but there's yeah. nothing like Buffy, you know. No, no. Um, Speaking of supernatural, did I tell you a while ago I watched a good chunk of the first season? Didn't I tell tell you about that? Uh, you might have. Was okay, that... yeah. It, it's another one that I just I couldn't get get into it. First season is a slog. <laughs> there were a couple of good good episodes. There was the episode where there's a demon crashing crashing planes or something. Yeah. I really liked that one. Um, that shows pure can, popcorn to me. I mean, X Files yeah. kind of is too, but it's it's sort of the height okay. of yeah. Like Supernatural was never. I know we have some hardcore Supernatural fans uh, that listen. I can hear hear bars screaming right, <laughs> right now. Um, He's yeah. more gently uh, contradicting. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you scream, do you, Boris? Yeah. But the, no, uh, I, go ahead. No, I just um. I know a lot of people who 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 say that Supernatural is worth 
checking out like like a lot it of is. people I and people I genuinely trust and people who I have similar tastes yeah. uh, with. So I watch. I, I mean, I watched. I I forget how many I watched all the seasons that were out at the time. That's like mm. ten seasons right. of Supernatural. You know, it's yeah. entertaining, but that first season, Plus, man. Yeah. I am I am a horror fan, of course, as you, as you know, and I do love that it takes its horror pretty seriously for the most part. You know what it is? It's I mean, like a cross really between like X Files and Constantine. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Is what yeah. I would describe, like, yeah, yeah. Um, with a hot young guy bent, right? You know, like Dean, <laughs> yeah. Dean, and Dean. What's his Dean, name? Dean. Dean annoys me. I, I don't like he, him. He, I hated him. The beginning he's of the, I tweeted a, about it. He's such, such a, a dude bro. bro. Yeah, he's such a yeah. dude bro. And eventually it's, they start subverting the dude okay. bro persona. And that was okay. when the show uh, turns for me because I hated I'm like I hate the dude bro persona. Mm-hmm. Um uh and it's so boring to me. It's so on the nose and and eventually mm-hmm. I feel like they kind of grokked to that as well and start subverting mm-hmm. uh, that and sort of under... It's still there a little bit, right. but they mm-hmm. they they undercut it with the way right. the story yeah. does or he ends up in a humiliating situation or okay. or whatever it is. And the lore gets better and the, the tone was too dark in the first season and mm-hmm. uh, in the later seasons it... It just sort of lightens okay. up and starts to enjoy its its uh, oh, okay. romp through the lore. See, I, 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 I like that it. As as I said, I like that it takes its horror pretty seriously. So they change that and turn up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Said. And every season is its own story, and they really don't like. They don't interact uh, okay. so much. Yeah, and there's, there's no callbacks I, or anything. I would say the seasons have a memory of previous seasons, but every story mm-hmm. is sort of like. You could have just been on board for that season. It's standalone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's okay. not super serial across mm. the seasons, uh, yeah. but it is a little bit within them. I'm sure I'll check it out in like 20 years' time after I've seen. Firefly, I want you finally. to get. I want you to get to the like. For me, the it's funny. Whenever I start a show, I'm like, I'm giving this like four episodes. Yeah, you're pretty impatient that way. Yeah, yeah. Four episodes. If I don't get a taste of something, I'm out. But whenever I try and force a friend through something, I'm like, you're watching three seasons before (laughs) I let you off the hook. And uh, in my head, X Files, like, you got to get to season three. By season two, you'll start to feel, but there's not a half season like there is with Buffy. Like, Mm -hmm. the I never really enjoyed the first season of Buffy until this year, Mm -hmm. but. There's only 12 episodes, you know. Right, right, yeah. Okay. Well, Ian, I've been talking about myself for for a while. What about you? What, what, what's been going on for everybody? Uh, so, uh, do you ever have... Every time I start a question like that, now you're going to be like... <laughs> I get nervous. <laughs> I get really nervous. <laughs> so, one of the things about... Um, Quitting my uh, full-time job to do the channel was like mm-hmm. there was about a there's a huge pay cut. It was, uh, yeah, and that requires. Uh, but you know, in my head, I the whole the video I made about um, the uh, about quitting and all of that was 
about redefining in your head what success is. What are the, what right. do you define as success? Not what did you inherit as a definition of success or Yeah, it's or, not about money or yeah, you know, like yeah. what what you own and all that stuff. Um and in my head I I was thinking, okay, well if I could dedicate the bulk of my time to doing things I care about, like this podcast or the scripts or the streams or all of that, that would be worth um, a big trade-off. But um, it, it also kind of forces you to come face-to-face with your spending habits. Uh, uh, and I definitely am a uh, hot-blooded American consumer um uh oh i i don't feel so good i'll buy a gadget or a thing or <laughs> i or do that and i can't even afford it now <laughs> yeah well i mean i'm i've been doing that a little bit and i i'm i, I, yeah, but, I segue I just, <laughs> I just bought four different uh like well, well four copies like like vinyl copies of the same al- album the only difference is the uh, discs are different colors, and, and, and they're hand signed. But yeah, so well, I I know I, how to waste I, money too. I think too is like there's an argument to be made for, um, whatever income level that you're at, like you still deserve a luxury from time to time. Exactly, you still, man. You still deserve you have to a treat yourself. Treat yourself. Yeah, and you still have to have a bit of fun too. Even if you're uh, broke, you, no. you you gotta have have a bit of fun, and you know, you know, and so that's what I've been doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, the Xbox Series X comes out tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, and I pre-ordered it like three, four weeks ago, um, and I'm. I don't think I have buyer's remorse yet. Like that's the thing about that gadget. Like, uh, I, you know, oh, I, I hate that experience so much when you're, you're, you're like, I need uh, the toolbox fallacy video is at least partly founded on when I realized that I, you know, I thought I'll buy a fitness watch, then right, I'll yeah. lose all the weight and exercise and do all the things. <laughs> And then you buy yeah. the fitness watch, and it sits in the corner for a week. Yeah. You go running, and it's really good. Yeah. And then two weeks later, it sits in the corner, and I hate that experience. It's, it's basically like you get the 15 minutes of serotonin, and then you're like, okay, what's next? It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Well, or you come sort of face-to-face with the, the reality, which is that it wasn't the fitness watch that was keeping you from working out. It was yeah, the yeah. lack of commitment and good habits that was mm-hmm. keeping you from working out, you know. Right. But I've also had that experience with a tablet, you know. Um, I've, I've recently yeah. I've kind of realized I'm not a big mobile guy, you know. Okay. I I use my phone for stuff relating to the channel, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. it. I don't do a lot of gaming. I don't use a lot of apps. I uh, I don't know because. My phone's not super important to me, but I've still got last year's Sam, Samsung because I, I wanted it. I saved up money and I just thought I'm, I'm going to get it. I love my gadgets. I don't know. I like, yeah, I love I gadgets too. See, I don't necessarily gauge whether or not I buy something by how much I use it. Sometimes I just want it because I want it. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, yeah. I, like, and I'm, I'm not, just to be clear, I'm not... Um, I'm not trying to 
disparage anyone else's habits. I'm just sort of examining my own and trying to understand my own motivations. You know, the like, yeah. Apple, the thing Apple has done a wonderful job of, or has been very successful at, is um, converting technology into fashion. Mm-hmm. So they release yeah. a new phone, they release a new letter, and it's incrementally better or whatever. But it is it is desired in the way um, a new style is. New pants, yeah. yep. new whatever. The and latest. I fully admit that I'm a sucker to her, that I'm a complete sucker. With yeah. certain things, anyway. Well, but um, sucker assumes that it's a negative thing. Like, is fashion a negative thing? Or is no, jewelry a negative not. thing? Like... Yeah. I don't I yeah. don't know. I don't think so. And and my phone, it's a good phone, but like I could get by with a thirty dollar flip flip phone if I wanted to, but yeah. I don't want to. So Yeah. You know. Well and I guess that's that's partly for me is is I'm getting better at understanding when I want a thing just to have the thing because I like gadgets, because I like yeah. I like toys. And when I'm gonna buy a yeah. thing that I actually will use. And I think I think the Series X uh, is something that I will use now. The um, I'm actually on the surface of it. I should have bought not should have, but you know what we're talking about here. I don't need to be that clear with language. Um, I should have bought a PlayStation Five. I'm a, the the studio. So you're, that, you're gonna buy an Xbox Series X. I I already it. did buy an Xbox okay. Series X. Uh, <laughs> but I should have bought a PlayStation Five because Naughty Dog, who makes uh, The Last of Us, who makes uh, Uncharted. They're currently my favorite um, game studio working, and they're exclusive to Sony, um, mm-hmm. all of that. It used to be Bioware as well, but then Andromeda came out, and Bioware, and then Anthem. <laughs> um, my, oh, Anthem. Yeah. Uh, mine's uh, rock, Rockstar, in case anybody yeah, yeah, is, that's, is, is interested. But the, um, uh, but the, the game changer for me uh, has been the Xbox Game Pass. Uh, which I have started diving into and using. Xbox Game Pass is their monthly service that gives you access to the library of... There's... there's a, I don't know. I've been using it on the PC. There aren't as many games uh, as there are on the console. The console, you get sort of the full library. But it oh, is okay, cool. the Netflix for video games, where you open it up and there are 500 games, and you install one of them and play. Uh, I can see the value there. If I had one, I would probably use it a lot more yeah. for that great reason. And yeah. On the website, I, I've talked about this in a previous one. On the website, there's a little spinner button that says, what am I playing now? And it randomly picks one of the games from oh, really? the, the 200 on the PC cool. and says, try this. And then mm-hmm. one night I was playing, I went through three of those, and I was like, ah, I get what this is. No, I'm not interested. Next. And the third one was Spiritfarer, which was probably the my favorite game that I've played this year. Yeah. And that, for me, made me decide, okay, in order to have the full access to um, the Xbox Pass and Netflix for video games, um, I'll get that console. But the funny part is, I will probably never buy a game for that console. This will be the first console that I never buy a game for, because... With the Xbox Pass, I mean, if I'm going to buy yeah. a game, I'm going to buy it for the PC. I'm going okay, to, no, I'm absolutely no, going to yeah, buy it yeah. for the PC. Unless, unless they come out with a really good Xbox exclusive, but all the Xbox exclusives are on the Game Pass. Oh, even but even like new ones that they drop is that? Yeah, that's that's, oh. that's the way they've been doing it. Gears from, Five, from what the I, new. Uh, from what Halo. I've read, though, that 
they're actually not la- launching with any like big uh, t- titles. They're heard, not, but they're launching say. with a library of 500 games because of right. the Xbox Pass. Right. You know, yeah, I want to play okay. Spider-Man Miles Morales, but not that much. Not enough to yeah. switch systems. Yeah. I've, I really wanted to play um, the, the other Spider-Man game that they uh, put out. Um, I haven't had a console in a long time. Mm. I had a PS3, but I sold it big because I, nev- I, I never used it. But it, it, it was an older you know, generation of console, and I've got a reasonably high-end gaming PC, so there was just no allure to it after, after a while. I, I played The Last of Us, and then I, yeah, I, I sold it to a friend of mine. Yeah. Yeah, The uh, Last of Us was... Yeah, and, and the thing is, those with any system, you don't really want to play all of the exclusives. Mm. You right, know, of right, all the yeah. exclusives, there's a couple that you uh, are yeah. really honing in on yeah. and interested in. But there's yeah. such a value proposition with uh, the pass. And I love that yeah. random option and just diving in and playing something I never would play uh, before. Yeah. But I was like, oh, wait, okay. hang on. I lied. I have a Switch. But see, I use the Switch in handheld mode mostly, like like 99% of the uh, time. So I don't think think of it as a console, but it is. It's a console. Uh, yeah, that's the most recent one one I bought. But there's a couple of exclusives I, w- I, w- I would like on play- PlayStation. Like, um, yeah, um, Spider-Man. And there was, um, I think it's un- un- Until Dawn. And I've been praying that, that, that they release that for PC, but they, they won't. Well, they released Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, which is a Sony exclusive. They've released that on PC. So oh, you, okay. you never know. Okay. Sony um, Maybe. Maybe. Sony's Maybe. a little more cryptic about their but, exclusives um, and how they treat them. Until Dawn, it's basically like a horror movie in a game. Like I, I only know a little bit about it, but there's like a ton of cat characters, and you you make choice choices. Like you'll be like like take this path or the other path, and there's like mini games and stuff in it. But yeah, it's basically a horror game inside. Well, one a horror movie inside of a game. Yeah, it looks pretty cool to me. Um, well, that is, oh, so I pre-ordered through Best Buy and. Yeah. Um, because of uh, Corona, I had to make an appointment to pick up the oh, the okay. Xbox, and it yeah. was an appointment between five a.m. and nine a.m. were the windows that they had. And when I actually scheduled the appointment, I think my appointment is for six thirty in the morning tomorrow. Oh, yeah, that's gonna. I suck. I haven't been. And up if you before... miss that, you can't go in you have to reschedule again I don't, I don't know i haven't been okay. up before seven on purpose in uh since i uh went on a road trip several oh, months wow, ago yeah. and that was the only time this year the that i <laughs> that i can think of so yeah. should be interesting um also this week uh you me and uh lonnie have been playing a mm. lot of beat saber Yes, yes. Um, I have I took a little hi- hiatus, non-intentional. I just stopped playing yeah, VR happens. for a little, little while. Yeah. Now I've gotten back, back into it. Um, they added multiplayer, which mm-hmm. I'll never quite get over the magic of VR presence and seeing you mm-hmm. on the other side facing me and us pointing the lightsabers at each other and being able yeah. to dance and stuff. There's something... There's just something a little magic about it. And it all is. three of us have been using it for fitness. Um, mm-hmm. The other day I did three hours. 
and yeah. was <laughs> that was partially my fault. <laughs> well, I did two hours on my own and was just mm. drenched. And then mm. uh, you and I were like, "Well, let's do something." And I said, "Why don't we yeah. play, try the Beat Saber multiplayer?" Yeah. And I and added. I'm glad you did that though, because that re- reignited my 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 love for it, and I've been doing it every day since. Yeah, and I have a uh, five pound wrist weight since I have like forty more hours in the game than you. I was adding weights as every time yeah. I want a song because that's the yeah. problem with the multiplayer is there's no handicap there's no scaling there's yeah. no and and you play on expert or or expert plus whereas whereas I've only just started uh, venturing in, yeah. into hard you were on normal and hard normal. so yeah. we built that in where every time you won or I lost one I put a pound of weight mm. on my wrists and yeah. so by the end I was like playing with six pounds of weight in the third hour of exercise that I had done right. that day Mm-hmm. Um, which felt great. Honestly, it felt really great. The the I feel better. I feel endorphins are magic. Um, uh, and the key is just finding. I you know I I kind of feel bad for all that time I wasted in gyms and with gym memberships that I stopped using and and all of that. It's like the key seems to me to me the the key seems to me to be. Um, finding the form of exercise that's fun you know that's that's entertaining that captures your interest so it doesn't feel like exercise whether that's joining pickup games of basketball or whatever you need to do um because it to do that doesn't feel like exercise it feels like playing a game and I just love the the immersion of it. I often forget that I'm in my apartment, like yeah. flailing my arms around at nothing. Yeah, and um, especially uh, uh, during the pandemic, when we're all at home and quarantined and all of that, I've really yeah. found VR to be a nice escape yeah, um, to get out of the environment. And it's uh, with the new Quest Two. We're not going to talk about the Facebook stuff. You, everyone needs to work through that for themselves yeah. personally. But the new yeah, Quest whatever. Two is two ninety nine, and then the for the sixty four gig, or yeah. uh, three ninety nine for the one hundred and twenty eight, which is so. It's cheaper than either of the new consoles. Yeah. It's I think cheaper in than an Xbox. Dues, it's it's a little more expensive for us, but we always get rip, ripped off with, yeah. with everything. <laughs> yeah, it's cheaper than an Xbox Series X. It's cheaper mm-hmm. than a PlayStation Five, and yeah. it gets you up, doing and, things, moving around. And once you start playing VR games, that I don't know, there's just nothing else like it. It's yeah. the immersion, and and it's just like. Yeah, no. They say gaming is like escapism, but it's it's beyond escapism. It, well, VR is just so different because of the physical mm. activity involved, and there are a lot of games yeah. that don't require you to, to no. flail around. Um, yeah. But the, you know, I I think the helpful way to think of it is like the Quest Two does not require a computer. It does not require all no. of the extra stuff. It's you a, the, can it's hook a, it up to a computer if you want to, but I, you don't need it. It's a game console. It is yeah. a game console. It's a Switch. It's an Switch, Xbox. Yeah. It's whatever it is, and it is so worth it. Mm. Uh, um, I, especially for working out, I do the climb with all six pounds of weight on my arms that I'm just holding I've over my head. I've been meaning to get the the climb, but they're also releasing a sequel to it. Um, yeah, yeah. Why don't you t- tell everybody what the climb well, is? Well, it's you. Um, the controllers are hands and you're standing in front of a cliff and you look up and there are various grips that you need to do to grab and, and move up the cliff. 
cliff. Now, obviously, you're not carrying your own actual weight mm. when you're climbing, so it's kind of a puzzle game sort of thing where you have to figure out routes yeah. and and your you're, hands. You're essentially a rock climber. Yeah, and your hands have stamina bars, and the longer you hold on one hand, the faster that stamina drops. Oh, cool. um, I didn't know that. And that's the mechanic for. Uh, uh, as you climb, like your hands get more and more tired, you have to chalk them, and that resets yeah. the stamina f- uh, meter. Okay. Um, I've heard people say that falling is terrifying in that game. It doesn't bother me, and I have a terrible okay. fear of height. I, like I get vertigo, okay. but it ha- it has not triggered it. That's um that's the main reason why I want to play it for that sort of immersion and looking down at being being like, holy shit, that's high. <laughs> yeah, but I um to make it more difficult and to make it. Uh, you know in addition for working out i got wrist weights that i was using in beat saber and when i i climb i put all six uh pounds on each wrist and i'm holding that six pounds over my head for the period of time as i climb and the other one is uh creed the boxing game which for for all intents and purposes is boxing dodging out of the way it's very arcadey, but it's still boxing. Yeah. Um, Minus the physical damage, the physical impact, yeah. all of that. You yeah. still have to move but, um, and use your stabilizers and so forth. Yeah, yeah. And you can do, like, big, like, like so, sorry, you can actually, like, 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 you fight, like, proper boxers and stuff. Like, there's uh, one guy, I think it's the first guy you fight. He's big and he's beefy and he's terrifying. Terrifying. Man. Yeah, there's a guy that's um, a foot taller than me and I'm, a, I'm six foot three. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm punching up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's also like like a gym area where you can like punch bags and do do exercises and yeah. stuff. It's a, it's it's another one that's a really good workout. Um, yeah, whenever I, I, I like, I'm gassed and sweating after one fight in that game. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to block and you have to duck and dodge and do 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 all those kinds of things. Dodge or else and you dive. just get yes, exactly, yeah. and throw a wrench. No. Um, <laughs> But yeah, and if you don't do all those things, you get your ass kicked. It, it's it's actually a pretty challenging game um, at the higher levels. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, the funny thing is, most boxing games to me feel like Mike Tyson's Punch Out. They they yeah. they have felt like Mike Tyson's Punch Out since yeah. Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Um, yeah. But the difference is, you're in the game, standing across from yes. the guy in the ring. Yeah, and have yeah. to you know move out of the way like, and um, keep moving. Yeah, and when I knock someone out, I put my arms up and like yes, yes, woo. There's and an achievement I, for that. Yes, yes, yeah. I got the achievement. It's called showboating, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I was very pleased with that. Um, and the last thing I wanted to mention was uh, I don't know if it was last week or the week before that I talked about my dad. Um, I was just sharing in, in the context of sort of how you deal with stress and anxiety and um, I received a fair number of kind comments regarding him and people telling me they hoped he was okay Um, he's doing fine he has an appointment to get it taken care of and to do a full check for other problems uh, this week so um, you know he's getting it checked out he's getting it taken care of Um, Mm -hmm. but I appreciated um, you know we've talked about how everything I never wanted any of the work that I do one way or another to feel like a journal where it's just sort of like, and here's what's going on in my life. I don't think that's interesting for me. There's, there needs to be a punchline or, a, um, a reason, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A punchline or a climax or a message or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. nonetheless, I, uh, uh, I appreciated everyone's comments. 
I'm glad it's 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 going okay so far, man. So far. And, yeah, so far. Right. And that's all you you can do, man. One one step at a time and see what happens, you know. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, we're gonna finish up with a little bit of, uh, I guess, a bit of fun. I guess a bit of silly fun. Um, we were sort of spit spitballing ideas. Well, silly fun depending on how this goes. <laughs> True. I mean, it could it it could get kind of serious. It could get serious. Um, we don't know. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. We're we're just gonna gonna wing it. But um, I was thinking thinking about how like um couples and friends and stuff on youtube play lots of like how well do we know we know each other games and i'm like ian how about this for for a bit of fun he's like yeah. yeah cool let's do it so um i've i i found a website that had like like a list of like 250 questions and yeah. i picked five of them that uh could, could be kind, kind of fun and and the way this works is uh we ask the uh, question and then we try to like guess what the other person's like yeah, answer is going to be yeah, how well do, do we know each other right right you're not these aren't you don't say what yours is you say what you think the other person's is but Correct. for anyone uh listening um we, I invite you to uh, add your answers, your personal answers for yourself down in the comments. Absolutely. Um, uh, just for a bit of fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, right. yeah. yeah. So, Jack. Yes. How can you tell when I'm having a bad day? Okay, this is, this, this, this is actually a pretty easy one for you because when you're having a bad day, you sort of go inward and... Basically, I know you are having a bad day when I don't hear from you, pretty much. <laughs> um, unless what? I know that you're otherwise in, indisposed. What about when um, we're talking? Can you read it? Oh, yeah, actually. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know exactly how to explain how <laughs> or why. Well, yeah, the, the thing about that question, too, is like when you're besties... Um, yeah. If I'm having a bad day, I'm just going to tell you. So, like, you don't yeah. really have to read it. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that um, I can tell, yeah, if, if you're just a little off is what I is what I would say to that. Um, yeah, but how do you tell I'm having a bad day? Boom, face me. Um, <laughs> you, 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 you I, I guess you can seem a little grumpy. Um and you often have How when you're having you. a bad day, you 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 often have a, have like a tired expression on your face. That's true. When I'm in a bad mood, mm. I get very sleepy, and I never know. Like, right. It's a weird, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm rarely yeah. angry. The cat jumped on my lap mm. and scared the poop out of me today, uh, <laughs> and hurt my leg, and I got upset for that half second before you're like, oh yeah, she's a dumb animal. Like there's no <laughs> so just, oh, kitty. Yeah. Uh, get out yeah. but you have that yeah. moment of like Arr! right uh but other right. than that i don't really get angry but yeah often like um if i don't hear from you on on the day then 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 that is often one of my first thoughts is that you might be having a bad day because you tend to you retreat a, a little when you're dealing with stuff yeah um yeah. We would you say i'm pretty way. i'm i'm pretty accurate uh I a... yeah i think so i i think so seven months ago, or so I don't know. I, I I'm not actually counting. Sometime in March, I quit drinking, and mm -hmm. I think that that's have been a very specific marking point for me. There's a before and there's an after to that, mm -hmm. where um, when you drink to the level and volume that I did, 
and mm-hmm. am compulsed to do, it's driven by something. You know, it's, it's right. Jack. It's not a party if it happens every day. Um, yeah. And for me, what you know, like I've talked about it on the podcast, the pandemic put uh, its foot on the throat of my coping mechanism. Um, and and you know stress and anxiety and all of that like that was the way I did it and then there was that corresponding Mm -hmm. hangover the next day where I didn't want to talk to anyone and just keep my head down and uh, stay in bed or whatever it was Um, the thing about quitting is it doesn't fix any of the anxiety or stress but you now have to find other ways yeah you have to face it you have to to work on it Um, Mm mm-hmm understand it do what you can and and i feel like that has had a mellowing effect mm-hmm. on um you know uh it has altered the way that that i think i would manifest sadness or a- any of that because you know the trip the journey through it is different it's not there's not that balm but consequently right. it's also much more uh Cognitive. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Nah, yeah. No, no, totally. No, no, no. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Well, how, how, how about me? How can you tell when I'm having a bad day? Jack, you're a light. <laughs> you're a. I mean, just look at you. You're a. You're 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 just a big, bright, shiny light. And you're when you're blush. when you're in a good mood, that light just shines. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're not feeling. Well, that light dims. It just is like, yeah. you, you know, you're... Have you ever watched Friends? Not really. Yeah, no. so, when it, when, so when you answer Skype and you're in a good mood, it's, uh, hey, Pookie! Yeah. Or, um... That's I, exactly I, I what forgot, they say. I actually. forgot what your go-to is recently, but you say it, uh... Almost... You Hello, better, pop it! Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But when you're in a bad mood, you sound like Russ from Friends or Eeyore. Okay. Hi. Eeyore. <laughs> Eeyore's a great one. Yeah. Um, I don't have a good po- poker face. No. So and the funny part is, I'm... you thought you did. I don't know where I know, you got I that impression from. And until you called me out on it, and you just like you really don't. And I, and I thought, thought about it, and I'm like, no, I, I don't have a good po- yeah, poker. Yeah. No, face. I've I've got your number yeah. that way, where it's like, all right, yeah, buddy, um, what's going on? If I'm having a bad day, you're gonna know it because you're just gonna see it on my face, the way I talk. Um, and it's raining on your face. <laughs> I also, for the most part, I don't typically try try to hide it um, from people when I'm yeah. having a bad day. Um, well, it's like we were talking about, especially with besties. It's like mm. it's not it, conversation is an opportunity to unburden yeah. yourself of some of that right. and feel better. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it does depend on the person, the situation. Like, I'm not going to open up to everybody and whatnot. But, yeah, if you know me reasonably well, you can see it from a mile away when I'm not having a good day and I'm struggling. It, yeah. It's just very obvious. Um, uh, Jack, which mm-hmm. movie always makes me cry? See, this was a difficult one because I'm sure there's a couple. I'm we sure both, there's, this there's is an easy couple. one for the two of us. I don't know how this is supposed to be a challenging question because I know two of yours immediately and they're the same as mine. Yeah, no, in hindsight, yeah. Um, but I, I tried to be a little more thinking outside of... Well, actually, no, no. Okay. Yeah, no. So, 
The first one that came to mind for me is Shakespeare in Love, but like happy cry. Yeah, that's know? joy kind cry. Like a, a joy cry. Yeah. Well, the, the end of Shakespeare yeah. in Love has a melancholy cry. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of a melancholy and, cry, but when they kiss, it's like joy cry, where you're just like... <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and... Uh, I want to say... Her? Yeah. yeah and okay. the other one? Um, I'm Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah, and those are my yeah. answers for you as well. And you are absolutely yeah. correct. The yeah. other thing, the other thing, though, too, is you and I are, uh, we'll say, sensitive fellas. We certainly are. Yes. You know, um, yes. Uh, I'm not going to out anyone, but it's fun when we meet people in our circle who are when you and I are like, I love that movie. I cry every time, and they're like, Yeah, you like crying to stuff. It's like, well, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's cathartic, man. It's it cathartic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we de- yeah. definitely share that in common, and and through the um, the list of shame movie project we do, and all of that, mm-hmm. there's been numerous films where the two of us are like, <laughs> unless I'm cackling through the end of Ghost, yeah. you know the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I teared up several times watching Ghost. <laughs> yeah, well, in fairness, you cackled through the end of Are You Now or Have You Ever. So we mutually ruined the ending of two movies that made us cry. Or two, One, two please don't bring that up or else yeah, I, yeah. I'm not going to be able to stop laughing. But that, that, that was funny. I mean, the situation wasn't funny. I mean, it was... Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Turnabout's fair play. Yeah. Uh, next, I mean, are we done with that question? Yeah, yeah. We are? Yep, yep. All right. Um... How do you think I deal with difficult situations, Ian? Honestly, mm-hmm. I think you are spectacular at dealing with difficult situations. I think that well, thank you. the 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 kind of things that you have been through, the things that you've had to deal with, are terrifying, um, or or can yeah. be, and you've had That's to fair. sort of internalize them and go, "All right, mm-hmm. what are we gonna do?" Um, mm-hmm. and and uh fight to be brave fight to have courage um uh i think you are wonderful uh you're one of the bravest people i've ever met when it comes to uh just getting up and doing what needs to be done in the face of scary or terrifying situations um so you know difficult is a relative word but uh or a subjective term uh but the the first place so it's up to me and the first place i went when i read that was you know uh there now do you have things that you could work on in terms of maybe things you put yourself through instead of things the world puts you through yeah we all do that's yeah. inc- that's incredibly human but i've also seen you just uh have to be brave and get up and get through some stuff that mm. you know astonishes me man so i'm uh this got a lot more real than, <laughs> than i was expecting um well first thank you yeah um i i have been through some pretty scary stuff um and no, uh, like I'm not, not, I'm not exaggerating here, but I've nearly, nearly died several times uh, due to like my disability and illnesses that uh, come with it. Um, 
And like in terms of how I deal with it, I don't know because I've been going through it since since I was a kid. So um... the other thing too, which makes all of it to me more impressive, is like you don't settle for that bullshit where I'm like, well, I have nothing to complain about, and you're like, no, oh, no, no, I hate that. Yeah, we talked about that when with the water dance and like portrayals mm-hmm. of disability and all of that. Where it's like, no, suffering is relative. Like yeah, the, it's all relative, yeah. The yeah. the quote that I've used yeah. in the guides is like, suffering is like a gas. It fills each of us to yeah. our capacity, whether it's a little yeah. or a lot. Um, yeah. You know, but nonetheless, it, it doesn't change yeah. the fact that like having right. to grapple with your own health, your own mortality, mm-hmm. like all of that is requires a tremendous amount of character right. and strength, and you've got it. So, Thanks, man, it's the, I mean... It's exactly the same thing as people saying, oh, well, I can't complain there's starving kids in, in Africa. It's like, yes, there is, and that's horrible, but you're, you're a human being, and you go through shit, and that's that's okay. It's okay. Like, I really hate, hate the idea that, oh, you're not allowed to con- complain. You're not allowed to, to say it's not fair. Like, there's, 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 like, nobility in not complaining or, yeah, that's or not, 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 not admitting that, that it's you know that something isn't fair because dude sometimes life is shit and sometimes it's not fair and it's okay to acknowledge that yeah and i believe the acknowledging of it makes you more prepared for it like i don't mean catastrophizing catastrophizing stuff that hasn't happened yet but Mm. things that are there like if you get can allow yourself a moment of like holy hell this sucks Mm. You know, then you can unburden yourself of that right. grief for a moment and be like, "Right, okay, what's next? What mm. do we do? Here we right. go." And 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 put one step in the other. But if you're just trying to shove that down, I mean, I think that's that that's weakening because you're carrying it with mm-hmm. you. It's an extra pound, you know. Right. Uh, but I don't know. That's just my perception of. It's yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. Because like I was saying b- before, like I. Yeah, no, I've been going through all this stuff since I was a kid. Like, well, I mean, from the moment I was born, I had a 16-hour operation to save my, my life. I was I was born without a heartbeat. Like, like shit got serious from, from the get-go. Yeah. Um, And it's just kind of like... So now, like, when I tell people, um, you know, my story and, you know, the stuff that I've experienced and got, gone through and whatnot, they're often, like, floored by it and they're taken aback by how nonchalant I talk about it but I don't know I often forget how big of a deal it is because of um what am I trying to say here like it's 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 just my life and because it's 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 normal if it feels normal to me you you know I mean that's that's the thing this way that's the thing too is like nothing you've ever told me about what you've been through uh and what you've overcome uh, surprises me. I'm not like, okay. really? I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense that Jack has mm. that capability and that strength. Of course he does. Like, that's, you've always been that person to me. Um, but yeah, you know, like, uh, I know it's it's always a lot, but I'm, you know, yeah. it, it never surprises me that you're um, able to get through it. Now, how the hell do I follow up <laughs> that answer? Jesus Christ. Ian, you are, like, I've said b- before, like, no, I've said many, many, many times, you are the most 
emotionally mature people that I know. And it's one of the things that I admire about you the, the most. Like, you're not some, like, like, like a brick wall. You, you have issues and feelings sure. like everybody. But you're really good at sort of figuring them out or trying to. And so, yeah, the way you deal with diff difficult situations is you're a fixer. You sort of turn it into an equation, kind of. And, and you're always looking for what you can learn from it and how you can frame it in a way that's beneficial for you. But also, if it concerns another than the person, you're always in, in interested in what is best for them as well. Yeah, the, uh, the, the comment I've gotten once or twice is, oh, you actually live like this. Like the uh, the the <laughs> yeah, stuff you, the, you really do the stuff in the episode like, guides about choice and yeah. the philosophy and all of that and not only to the the world outside but to my uh, inner life and emotions and things that I deal with and applying like yeah. not changing not suppressing or changing things but just saying like okay well I felt the thing I felt I felt the fear to yeah. as an example of this podcast that sounds terrifying let's do it. Hmm. You know, yeah, um, right, right. To, 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 I mean, just to be free, I, I think it's kind of the, the, the yeah. operating principle and not driven by all that fear and anxiety, even though I have yeah. it and will yeah. not probably never purge it away completely. And yeah, guys, I can confirm that it's, it's not an act. It's really not. <laughs> this, this is, this is what he's like all the time. Um, so yeah, I yeah you know you know you know how much I I admire you and how much you've you've yeah yeah you know I say it a lot but you have made me a better a better person just by being who you are like like there's so many sit, sit, situations where I think how would Ian pro process this <laughs> how would Ian what would Ian do like like I you're you're my go-to person in that re regard and you've you've helped me like so much like you've literally you have made me a better person and i mean that with all of my heart dude like you've no other human being on on this planet has really had like the extent of an effect that you have had on me uh no no one else uh i appreciate it brother I, it was funny we were talking before this i was like maybe we shouldn't play up the 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 the, rom the romance <laughs> the bromance <laughs> and then I was like but yeah 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 we'll get a room everyone listening it, like it's it's real though man yeah, yeah, this yeah. shit's real <laughs> our love is real uh Jack what is or was my favorite subject in school now see I've got two answers here and I'm not sure which one is the the most correct I have to think about I, it. Uh, I think I know the answer yeah actually there's an automatic so, answer for me the first one I thought of was I get the feeling that you you were a theater kid in some co capacity yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 you think and that was <laughs> <laughs> um the other le the the other answer that I was going to lean on is sort of like something to do with like English, like literature, you know that that sort of realm of things. I mean, yes, but um, the thing I always found in English was I uh, I like to read what I liked to read. I didn't like to read everything that was assigned, but in theater, I always mm -hmm. liked to be uh, right. a different character or whatever it was. Um, for someone like me, like where there were a lot of identity struggles theater was a great outlet oh, for that where you could sort right, of try on right. different whatever the um 
to me the the we'll say the negative stereo stereotype of the theater kid is um very affected very mm-hmm. performative yeah. very and and sort of by extrapolation very false um mm-hmm. you know uh, 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 uh not particularly vulnerable and honestly, I, I I feel like that was probably accurate when I was younger, where it was okay. like. But I mean, being a teenager sucks, or, or yeah, it did for me. Oh, yeah. It's like very insecure <laughs> and I, all of that. And I don't think I know anyone who had fun as a teenager. Well, I mean, I had a lot of fun doing things I wasn't supposed to do. Sure, but like I being a teenager such a in general follower. sucks. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I was such a rule follower. Um, but yeah, being a teenager stuff. But the thing is, like, theater is a great way to to sort of try on different identities and and sort of find where you're comfortable. And, I agree. And all of that. Yeah. And and the other thing too that I remember about being a teenager is you're so just coursing with emotion all the time, whether that's mm-hmm. joy or sadness or melancholy or anger or energy or whatever it was. And um, having a character to channel that into felt in- incredibly cathartic where mm-hmm. I could offload some of this emotion that I didn't know what to do with which you know may or may not have just been hormones or trauma or whatever it was just coursing through me I had a place to put all of those um, feelings and mm-hmm. and it was they became the characters um, you know, uh, so yeah, theater was a big one. The other one was probably um, I took a course, uh, commercial art. Took a course, in, oh, okay, but cool. that's so not like in specific that it's like uh, there's no way to guess that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's no way I, I was going to pick yeah, that. <laughs> but I started learning Photoshop, Illustrator, and Adobe Premiere uh, when I was seventeen, sixteen. Oh wow! Okay, um, okay, cool. And and that class has influenced, obviously, mm-hmm. influenced my entire life. Right. Okay. Cool. Well, Ian, what 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 do you think was my favorite subject? I think it was theater. Yeah. Look, uh, I I had a couple. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Theater. We we call it drama here, and I did, I did like two years of drama, and and I I really did like it a lot. Um, the other ones I really liked. You're not you're not going to be su- surprised here because I've got a whole t- tattoo sleeve de- dedicated to it. But I really like science. Um, and the other one I really liked was history. Um, I get my love of hi- hi- history from my uh, mother. But yeah, no, I reiterate all all the things you you said about uh, the- theater. It's it's just fun exploring a, a character and being being someone else, and it's a great form form of expression and whatnot. Um, and my love of science that comes from so <laughs> when i saw the the movie deep impact oh no sorry armageddon Ar- armageddon was the one <laughs> i deep Imp- I, I mean they're basically the same movie yeah. um but armageddon i it made me want to go and blow up a big a- a- asteroid with uh, bruce willis and, and 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 be a spaceman um yeah, I, I for the longest time uh, after I saw that, I wanted to be an an astronaut, and that ignited this love of um, space, uh, the universe, physics, uh, stuff, stuff like that. So that's my favorite area of science. Um, and yeah, history. I don't know. I just I just like history. I just like history is a blast. The, the yeah. Past. In college, I um, I think history 
history and philosophy. Like high school uh, is what I said it was, but college it became history and philosophy. Okay. Um, okay. Sort of, sort of changed thing up. Um, I will also say that my least favorite was uh, math. Math. I, I, I still hate ma- mathematics. Like, get away from from me. Hate it. Yep. Hate me it. too. <laughs> well, last question. You, you, you take it. Well, buddy. we've been. What's I think we've question? been snake drafting. So you ask the last question. Ah. Oh, okay. Well. Who was your first celebrity crush, and who is the the, the current one? All right, That's the last one. Your first celebrity crush. Uh, we should. Yeah, uh, you actually said it, and I yeah, I didn't I, I did record it in my brain parts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna go with. That's so tough, right? Like, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is your yeah. first celebrity crush. I, I don't know. Uh, I'll just say because like, you, you and I went kind of from different eras too, sort right. of. Sort of. What is that like? Yeah. 13, 14 years old is kind well, of. Went, how oh. old were you in eighty-seven? That's when I was born. So you were. I was eight. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, a bit older. So I was, I was getting my first celebrity crush. That wording sounded weird when you were like three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or four years old. <laughs> Um, yeah, around then. So that's tough, but I put uh, the Pink Ranger. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's what? that's pretty. Cl- yeah, yeah, actually, no, I I forgot about her, but that's true. Yeah. Okay, Amy Joe Joe jo- Johnson, the Pink Ranger. Um, and then later on, oh well, who? Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, what was yeah. what was the one you were gonna say? What was the one you said earlier? Well, uh, the one I said earlier was Kirsten Dunst, who I fell in love with when I saw Spider-Man 1. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, current one, I was going to say mm-hmm. uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge from... Yeah. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I, I, only, I didn't know who she was like three days ago. Yeah. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really in, into her. Um, <laughs> I would... I don't, but I, I don't know if I'm into her or if I'm into her her character. I fall in love with fictional women all the well, time. Well, the other thing too is like that show is so good, and knowing her, the actress also wrote yeah. and edited and uh, yeah. Oh, I don't know if she edited, but directed uh, that, I, that entire I deal. Would, it's like there's the it, there's that like it's pretty safe to, to say there is a lot of herself in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but other acceptable answers would also be um, Margot Robbie, um, because, of course, sure. Margot Robbie. Um, and also, another, um, I, I don't know if this one necessarily counts. So, about a week ago, I discovered this singer, songwriter, slash uh, YouTuber. Uh, she's Irish. Uh, her name is Janet De- Devlin. Um She's extremely talented. She's a very beautiful girl, and her videos are really, really funny. And and yeah, that. But, but there's no way you were going to. Yeah, guess there's that. no way I was. Just I was going to get that. Not a freaking chance. But you, my my good friend, see, I know the answer to your yeah. first celebrity crush because we've talked about it many, many times. Yeah. And that would be uh, uh, Gillian Anderson. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so like it, season two or three, she gets the red hair. Uh, it's not Gillian mm-hmm. Anderson specifically. It's uh, it's Dana Scully. It's Dana Scully. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. She gets she gets the red hair. I don't know why they like. It's interesting when when fashions on a show swing so completely, like mm-hmm. the uh, the 
the pajama onesies from Star Trek The Next mm-hmm. Generation Season 1 and 2 to the collared two-piece ones, right. which I, was a functional thing, too. The, if I remember correctly, the onesies, uh, a chiropractor watched the show and mm-hmm. said, everyone on that show is going to get constant backaches if you keep them oh. in those outfits. And so they switched to the two pieces, just like um, Christian Bale in The Dark Knight, so that he, they could, he can turn his head, so that they oh. can pivot and turn their bodies, um, okay. and all of that. But as for adding the collar, it adds such a mm-hmm. weird layer of, mm-hmm. of a look that I still think holds up. Mm-hmm. But any, so I don't know, you know, she looks incredibly different in the first two seasons okay. to the way okay. she, she did in season three. And that's also where the chemistry cooks up and all of their yeah. their characters really um, there and strong. Um, the other two answers would be... I, I So yeah, I was think, thinking about this. Now, I was trying to think of women that were very, very prominent in your formative years, shall we say. And um, I think I've said them they, on the podcast before, but... I think the first lady that, that came to mind was Phoebe Cates from, uh, she was in Gremlins. Um, uh, no. No? Okay. No. I think um, that was you. No? No? No, yeah, no, no it wasn't Phoebe me. Phoebe Cates, no. Um, other than that, I, 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 I got no idea. I'm sorry. So, um, I think Ripley from Alien uh, oh, wow. okay. Aliens uh, okay. uh, was probably one of the earlier ones. Um, like when she goes back to get Newt in Aliens, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and uh, yeah, that's a sweet moment. That that moment when she points uh, the the flamethrower at the the egg sacs, and the Queen makes the other aliens back off. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, she and Newt are backing out of the room, and an egg opens. Mm-hmm. And Ripley looks at the queen, and then goes <laughs> that, and then burns every egg in the yeah. entire that that moment specifically stands out to me as a as a crushy moment. Where okay, I was just like wow. that's that that's 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 very attractive. <laughs> uh, you li- you, yeah. Okay. So and the other one was on uh, Sarah Connor. But specifically, Terminator Two, Sarah Connor. Wow. Okay. So, I, I'm sensing a theme here. You like very strong women, and and, and that's great. Me the, too. Me yeah, too. The, but, uh, yeah. I mean, because they're kind of like the archetype, like like strong female ca- characters. Ripley and Sarah Connor. They're they're essentially they they would they're, they're the first ones I would think of. Uh, um, the bit where she, uh, the dude has just licked her face in the mental oh, institution yeah yeah and uh oh wait no that was a scene before but that dude who did lick her face uh looks in the closet the broom closet and there's a uh broom broken in half mm-hmm. and he shuts the door and turns around just as sarah kind of hits him in the face with the broom <laughs> several times yeah <laughs> I, I feel you, buddy. I feel you. Yeah, I, I kind of like that moment. But that moment, like, there's also the scene later on where she uh, <laughs> shoots Miles Dyson in the back. That, uh, <laughs> that 
I don't hey, know. Miles, Miles was a good guy. Miles was great, but like, yeah, the, like that guy. scene. That scene where she she talks to to John and says, ways. "You came here to stop me." Like, <laughs> uh, or uh, the uh, when she's that that whole sequence though. Like, there's that that yeah. her shooting him and then seeing yeah. the family wrapped around and, him, and yeah. Linda Carter, Linda, Linda Blair, Ham- Hamilton, Linda Steve. Hamilton. Uh, yeah. Linda Hamilton does that transition from "I'm not going to let you do it" to holding her hand up and going, "Shh," yeah. is so powerful yeah. and affecting, yeah. and it's like that aggre- yeah. that power and aggression from earlier balanced right. out by, um, mm-hmm. you know, that compassion and and all right. of that. So it's like See, the, there's the a thing- there's a quote about uh, the the greatest demonstration of power. Uh, being having all the power and not using it, right? right. Um, like the most, uh, a, a, and I think that that's in that scene. And her humanity is so beautiful, and and mm-hmm. all of that definitely crushed on her in that movie. Okay, you know, the great thing about that scene, like I mean, it's it's kind of uh, it's it's the Thanos thing. It's like you can kind of see the the logic in what she was doing. You know, no fate but what we make, like, right? You get why why she was doing it, but yeah. Um, but and and your current celebrity crush is also very very easy. That would be a lady by the name of Lonnie Diane Rich, right? Well, she, well, she is a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, she is. She's a star. She's a star. But is it, you know, are our relationships crushes? Do you and I have a crush on each other, or is it just a relationship? Well, I can only speak speak for myself, but damn. <laughs> Yes, that was totally my answer. And yep. there was one I was reading through the list. This has come up a couple of times in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan Van Ness. What? Jonathan Van Ness. I, I, you don't I know who Jonathan Van Ness is? No. no. Uh, um, so Jonathan Van Ness is one of the guys from uh, Queer Eye for the, for the Straight Guy. Oh, okay. He, one of those dudes. Uh, okay. He's the, the hairstylist. And... Um, mm-hmm. Dude's got such amazing attitude. He's an incredible follow on Instagram. And there's specifically where I was, I, you know, you, you remember that scene in Angel where uh, Cordy says to Doyle, someone's attracted. Mm-hmm. And he says, I'm not. And then um, as Angel's walking out and throwing on his jacket, it drops into slow motion and you see mm-hmm. his uh, jacket billowing. And Doyle says, Maybe I'm a little attracted. I, I, I think I had that moment with Jonathan Van Ness. So, yeah. Look, they, we're talking a man, a man crush. Mine would be um, either two two musicians. Oh, I, 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 I'm not saying man crush. Okay, you're yeah, just saying no, straight I'm not, up crush. I'm, not say, right. I'm just saying crush. Like uh, the the so one of the seasons of Queer Eye they did from the South. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Missouri, I think, or Kansas. I don't remember. Um, and all the guys took the dude bed shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, you know, some straight guy. I think it's just Queer Eye. Yeah, I mispronounced that. The original Bravo show is Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. The Netflix I remember show, the original. Yeah, the next Netflix show is just Queer Eye and, and um, you know, the they do gay, straight, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But oh, this okay. this particular guy, some straight guy, and um, 
their bed shopping and the dude jumps on the bed and says well what do you think and jonathan van ness says i don't know let me see and he jumps on the bed next to the guy and snuggles up to him and he's like oh i think it's pretty good and i was like that, 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 that looks pretty good i i could, <laughs> i think i kind of want to snuggle with jonathan van ness <laughs> yeah <laughs> well you know, for and, me uh, yep sorry no, no 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 go ahead no, for for me, it's two musicians. Uh, Spen Spencer Charnas from um, Ice Nine Kills, freaking insanely ta- talented vo- vocalist. And I look at him, and I'm just just like, why don't I look like that? <laughs> <laughs> He's um, and also actually three. Uh, the other one would be Brendan Yuri from uh, Panic at the Disco. Again, just insanely ta- talented and a good looking dude. And um, Corey Corey Taylor, the lead singer of Slipknot and Stone Sour, I've I have admired that guy for years and years and years. He's 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 one of my like if if I believed in heroes as such, he would be one of my heroes. Yeah. But I think be your own hero, Ian. Be your own <laughs> hero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And after that particular episode, uh, uh, you know, they featured Jonathan Van Ness going back to school. I always loved his his parts the best when they cut mm-hmm. to like things he would say. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I, yeah, I'm just I, I've just kind of come to grips with yeah yeah kind of crushing on Jonathan Van Ness. It's, it's fine. <laughs> no, nope. yeah, no shame in that, buddy. I th- well, those are all our questions. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Uh, but uh, before we get into the fan- fanfic re- reading, I just want to let you know that I am at lack of surprise one on Twitter. That's all one word with a number one at the end. And I am at Ian Nitram. That's my first and uh, first name and last name spelled backwards. If you'd like to support the channel and keep us flush in Microsoft points and platonic intimacy, you can do so at patreon.com slash passion of the nerd. With the $5 and up club, you can join us uh, in the hangout this weekend where we will be talking about the replacement. The, yeah, the replacement. Yeah, yeah, and we're doing Jack. You and I are doing a uh, mm-hmm. replacement rewatch on Thursday at eight PM Mountain Time. Yeah, which I believe is uh, Friday afternoon, two PM for those of you on the Australian East Coast. Uh, you can also uh, support us uh, by grabbing yourself something from passionofthenerd.com forward slash store. Uh, t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, phone cases, all of that stuff uh, you'd expect to find. Uh, you can also give us a review whether you're on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or Spotify. Hit the uh, thumb, hit the like, leave us a review. The algorithms are very real, and you might not think it, but those make a huge difference. Hey, they make a huge difference. So mm-hmm. it, it seems like a nothing. It is not a nothing. It's a something. So um, mm-hmm. if you like it, we appreciate it. If you don't, we understand. Maybe you didn't like yeah. hearing about erections. That's stuff cool. And the whole thing. I don't know. <laughs> That's cool too. I don't know. You do you is what we're saying. Yeah. You do yeah. you. I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to emotionally blackmail you, and neither <sighs> is Jack. No, no. But 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 please help help do it do it. Yeah yeah. If you do, I promise not to talk about erections for another podcast. Or I definitely will. Whatever let's, one let's suits be you. Honest. It's gonna happen again. We just we we just. <laughs> Yeah, And if you're an Amazon Prime member, you may not realize this, but you can also support the podcast for free by using your monthly Amazon Prime Twitch subscription at twitch.tv slash thepassionofthenerd. As ever, my streaming there has been completely sporadic. Um, 
Maybe I'll do some, I'm picking up the Xbox tomorrow. Maybe I'll do some Xbox streaming. Don't hold me to it. Um, all right, let's go to the fan fiction reading now. Here is Gone by Terry Boda, chapter 35, not 34. He carried the axe with him on his back when he left Rupert's to head for the cemetery on the following night. He knew he wouldn't need it, but he had to make Niblet believe that he'd come to protect Joyce's grave. Dawn was smart enough to notice if he didn't have a weapon, and would be sure to ask questions later. Sure enough, just as he had done before, he found Dawn kneeling by the fresh grave. The team looked small and broken, and she was fighting back tears as she read from the book she had stolen from the magic box. He saw her collect some dirt from the grave, swallowed the lump in his throat, and stepped up. Hope it's just dirt you're after, he said grimly, making Dawn gasp and reel to face him. Spell calls for anything more than that. You're going to be into zombie territory. Spike, I, I, I wasn't... She tried, desperate. I know good and well what you're up to. The book you're holding is infamous. The look on her face almost broke him. Almost. But he knew too well how badly resurrection spells could go. Buffy's resurrection notwithstanding. And he choked every time he thought of Joyce coming back as a mindless zombie. Please, uh, don't tell Buffy. I, I can't. I, I, I just have to get her back. I have to, Dawn pleaded. Dawn, he said softly, lowering himself to kneel next to her. I miss you, Mom. She was good and decent, and I liked her a lot. And because I liked her and looked to her as I would my own Mom, I can't let you go through this spell. But I need her. Buffy, she's always so busy. And I'm nothing but a burden to her, and with Gloria looking for the key. The tears started rolling down Don's cheeks, and he reached over to brush them away with his thumb. Don, Buffy loves you very much. And it's just that slayers have a hard time with the softer emotions, because their lives are so hard. But I need my mom. The teen sobbed. I have to get her back. Willow said she showed me. Did Wills give you this book? He asked, trying not to hide the anger in her voice. Dawn recoiled a bit. No, but she showed me another book, one that she and Tara have that talked about this one. So you nicked it from the magic box? He prodded. She looked ashamed and nodded. Yes, and the spell's ingredients. She looked at him begging. It says I can bring Mom back. The spell says it raises the dead. Yeah, and the dead don't take too kindly to it. Trust me, Bit, your Mom deserves to rest in peace. There's no telling what you'll get if you do that spell. Joyce could come back half-rotten and without a mind, he cautioned seriously. But the spell, Black Mojo like that, is wonky. And it never turns out the way you think it will, he said. Believe me, Dawn. I thought we could bring Joyce back, if I thought we could bring Joyce back and be guaranteed that she'd have all her pieces and parts in all the right places, and with her mind intact, I'd dig her up for you. He reached for her, seeing her, uh, seeking to hold her. But there are no guarantees. What if you brought back something that looked like your mom? 
that either me or Buffy would have to kill. I, I would never do that, Dawn insisted, horrified. Spike shook his head. No guarantees, sweet bit. One wrong word, one mispronunciation, one spell component misplaced, and you could have a monster on your hands. You want that? No, but she tried. He glanced at the book. You read Latin. Don followed his line of sight. N no, but I have a translation. Uh-huh. And Latin never has words that sound like each other. And the spell couldn't possibly be mistranslated, he said, giving her an incredulous eye. She grew angry and struck him in the chest with her small fist. He barely felt the blow. What do you care? You're a soulless vampire. You can't feel emotions and grief. Singing Big Sis's song, are we now? He growled angrily. I need my mother back. And I'm saying what comes back won't be your mom. I don't care. Yes, you do, he countered, stung and hurt by her words. You think I don't feel pain? You think I don't miss your mom? Or was it that brought her chocolates and looked in on her? Or was it that watched telly and talked to her about passions? I loved your mom. She was kind and good and took care of me even though I'm a demon. She never treated me like a freak. I... He stopped, wiping away the tears that came unbidden to his eyes. I loved Joyce like my own mom. I loved her, I did. And I've saved her if I could have. He hardened and turned to Dawn, grim-faced. But Joyce is dead. And nothing we do is going to change that. And she'd want me to honor her memory by making sure the daughter she loved silly stay alive. And that includes stopping you from making a huge mistake. Gritting his teeth, he reached over and grabbed her wrist, holding it firm but not tightly enough to hurt her. Then he stood hauling her to her feet with him as, he, as she struggled. No, she yelled, punching at him with her free hand. He shook his head. No axe for you tonight, sweet bit. I won't let you kick me in the jewels again. I'm taking you home to Buffy. No, you can't. I won't go. She cried, digging in her heels as he tried to pull her away from the fresh grave. Don't have much to say in it, bit. Vampire strength here. I'll scream. I swear I will, she threatened. And bring every vamp and nasty within hearing distance down on us. Buffy's home, bit. I took a patrol for her tonight, he told her, warning, walking forward. She stumbled and almost fell, caught her around the waist, holding her up, but ready to f defend himself if it proved to be a ruse. She leaned limply against him, crying. You don't understand. I, I need her, Spike. I need... She... Who will take care of me? Her broken sobs cut him to the quick, and he wrapped his arms around her. I will, Bit. You've got me. You've still got me. You'll always have me. But she understood. She. He stroked her hair and hugged her close. I know, Bit. I know. With that, she broke down completely and then collapsed in his arms, weeping. He held her, letting his own tears roll down his cheeks and fall into her hair. Spike, a new voice said hesitantly, and he turned to see his head to see Willow and Tara standing there. He fixed the redhead with an angry glare but said nothing. 
Is everything all right? Willow asked worriedly, and not a little guiltily. Behind her, Tara saw the book and spell components and gasped, hurrying forward. No worries, Glinda. She didn't get too far with it. Tara quickly gathered up the book and stolen items while Willow looked helplessly on. It tells me you put a bug in her ear, he said evenly, letting some of his ire creep into his voice. Me? No, not really. I, I was... I didn't mean to... The witch stammered, flushing. Willow thought the book she showed Dawn was just a history book. She didn't know that it referred to specific spells and grimoires, Tara explained. Spike raised an eyebrow at Tara, and he knew that she saw he was unconvinced, but neither was he willing to further the discussion. Dawn, Tara said, addressing the teen who was huddled in Spike's arms. Save it, Glinda. I already read of the riot act. Now I just want to get into the big sis. Oh, we can do that, Willow offered, but stopped when Dawn recoiled further into Spike's embrace. I think Niblet wants Big Bad to take her home. I can protect her when Buffy throws her fit, and when she finds out what little sis was up to. You're sh sure she didn't get far with the spell? Tara questioned. Spike shook his head. I'm sure. She was just getting the grave dirt when I arrived. Tara's mouth thinned into a grim line, but she gave a wordless nod. You get her home, Spike. Uh, we'll clean up here. Spike nodded, lifted Dawn into his arms. She didn't protest, and tucked her face into the lapel of his duster. Thank you, Spike, Tara said seriously as he moved to carry Dawn home. I'll... I'll see you tomorrow. He gave a small nod to acknowledge that he had hurt her, then slowly walked off. They didn't speak as he carried her from the cemetery to her home on Ravello. There was nothing really they could have said. Each carried their grief like a heavy shroud that wrapped around them and suffocated words in their throats. Dawn kept one small hand curled into the leather of his coat, her head resting lightly against his shoulder, as he walked, taking her ever closer to her fate. He knocked, he knocked lightly on the front door of the summer's home, dark and silent as a tomb, and immediately heard running footsteps to, the, to answer. The door flew open to reveal a disheveled Buffy, still in her rumpled clothes. "'Dawn!' she cried, seeing her sister in the vampire's arms. "'Oh, my God, where have you been? What did you do?' "'And now, now, Slayer.' Lay off a bit. It's fine. Found her by your mum's grave. But she's all right now. All safe and sound, he said, stepping inside. You went to the cemetery? I, I, Dawn, are you crazy? Dawn gave Spike a frightened look, then realized he wasn't going to tell Buffy about the spell. I, I, I went there to try and bring mum back, she admitted. Knowing that if Spike didn't tell Buffy, Tara and Willow surely would. You what? Buffy demanded. Spike sighed, both surprised and proud that Dawn had come clean with her sister. Dawn struggled in his embrace. Dawn struggled in his embrace, and he set her down gently on her feet. I found a gathering grave dirt for a spell, 
Stopped her before it got too far. Buffy sh stared, shocked and horrified. Dawn, how could you... How? To get her back, okay? I, I wanted her back, Dawn replied, her earlier anger returning to the surface. Dawn, you have no idea what you're messing with. Who knows what you would have actually raised, what might could have come through the door, Buffy scolded. Tara told me those spells go bad all the time. People come back wrong. But I, I need her. I don't care if she's... I'm not like you, Buffy. I don't have anybody, Dawn yelled back, tears spilling over. What? Of course you do. You have me, Buffy gasped, shocked. I don't. You won't even look at me. It's so obvious you don't want me around, Dawn insisted. That's... that's not true, Buffy stammered, casting Spike a glance. He shook his head grimly. He wasn't going to get involved here. Buffy and Dawn needed to have this out. Buffy needed to see how much her sister needed her. It is! And the way you've been acting? Mom died, and it's like you don't even care. Buffy's eyes widened with horror and pain. God, of course I care. Of course I do. How can you think that? How can I not? You haven't even cried. You've just been running around like it's all some big chore, cleaning up Mom's mess. Dawn seethed. Buffy, still appalled by Dawn's accusation, lost her temper and slapped Dawn across the face. Even as Spike took a step forward, his face concerned, Buffy's hand flew to her mouth and she stared at her sister. Both girls were shaking, and Buffy began to unravel, her careful control beginning to fray at the edges of her anguish, and she started to cry. I, I've been working. I've been busy because I... I have to be, Buffy choked, tears running down her face. You don't. You're avoiding me. I'm not. I I, I have to do these things, because when I stop, then she's really gone. And I'm, I'm trying really to take care of things, but I don't even know what I'm doing. Mom, she always knew. Nobody's asking you to be Mom, Dawn insisted. Well, who's going to be if I'm not Dawn? Have you thought about that? Who's going to make things better? Who's going to take care of us? Buffy wept openly, desperately as Dawn and Spike watched, helpless as she fell apart. Seeing her there, small and looking more childlike than he'd ever seen her, Spike fought to keep his own tears at bay. Dawn wasn't so lucky. Buffy, she sobbed reaching for her sister. I didn't mean to push you away. I didn't, I just didn't want you to see me. I mean, oh God, what are we going to do, Dottie? I'm so scared. The sisters embraced, crying, the weight of their bodies dragging them to the floor in a tangled heap as they clung to each other. Unable to bear the sight of his two girls in such pain and still feeling the terrible guilt of his failure, Spike staggered out, leaving the front door open. He could still hear their heart-wrenching sobs long after he had stumbled away from the house and collapsed against a tree, his own ripping their way out of his throat like razor blades. I promise, I promise you, Joyce, I'll save your daughters. I'll keep them safe. 
even if I have to die doing it. I lost you, Joyce. I won't lose Buffy. I won't lose Buffy, too. I failed you. But I won't fail again. Never again. For once, the demon and the soul were in complete accord. Well, we did another one, Ian. We did it's it. It's in the bag. It's yeah, all we did done. It yet again. Um, hi, Jack. Yeah. Hi, Ian. Hi. How, how are you feeling? Hi. Hi. That's our Russ. Oh, I'll, I'll be doing a bit. Oh, that's what, Jack, what's that's, going on? That's you in a bad mood. Hi. Oh. We did another one, Ian. Hi. hi. Oh, that's where the E all comes from. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I hear it. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, thanks Just to be clear, uh, for, Jack. for joining us. Yes. Everybody loves Eeyore. Oh yeah, I yeah. know. I, know. I, I don't. It, I, I, I wish Eeyore, you know, had was happier with I, life and how things were going. But I'm just too. saying, like I Eeyore's not an, not an intensely negative criticism. I love you no matter what. I thanks. That's all right. I was thinking of. But thanks. <laughs> all right. Good. Um, I mean, I I can be an Eeyore sometimes. I get it. It's fine. Um, but yeah, thanks for uh, joining us, everybody. Um, if you're gonna be around next week, uh. We will be talking about uh, Midsummer. Uh, Midsummer, yeah. Uh, we rolled. Yeah. Oh, I think we added that to the list of shame because it was in the top twenty horror movies at the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I am not looking forward to it, but yeah. <laughs> I am because I love horror, but and I hear it's really good. The election's over. Yes, I can. Yes. I can. I had to veto some other stuff that I was like, yeah. I do not have the emotional emotional yeah. capacity think, to watch this. Didn't um, American History X? Yeah, come I'm, up, I, yeah, it's, it's... yeah. Not watching Curb Stomps. <laughs> it's too, and... too real at the, the moment. Yeah, um, yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. That's we... for certain, says the man <laughs> living in the states. Anyway, go on. <laughs> yeah, uh, we haven't really done a lot of the list of shame stuff as of late, so it's going to be good to uh, get get back in. Well, we it, we so. were doing two movie nights uh, with our watching yep. partners, and mm-hmm. um, then cut down to one. And we, we, it was sort of like we were doing a list of shame night and a personal night, and now we're rotating yeah. that on the one evening. So yeah. we're not going to be going and, through them as fast. And you were busy last week, I think. Yeah, you had yeah. And there's only on. one yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we're also doing a new segment that we've uh, come up with, which I'm a little nervous for, if I'm being honest. Uh, we're calling it Buffy Bad Takes. Parker did nothing wrong. Well, that's the no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Let me explain. <laughs> Let me explain. Okay. Yeah, so, so it's Buffy Bad Takes, yeah. and the bad take we're touching on next week is Parker did nothing wrong. Yeah, and, 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 and just to be very, like, just... Settle down, don't yell. I, I, I can hear you screaming at us right now. It's called um, Bad Takes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, for this segment, we take uh, unpopular or downright controversial opinions that have been comments on the uh, channel. Have, absolutely. I was shocked. Ian, you told me just uh, before we started re- recording that you've seen that comment. Oh, this is an actual... I mean, I've talked about it in the Hangouts, but this is an actual mm-hmm. comment uh defending parker that occurred uh on the channel yeah um and then the the day of what's going to happen is that we flip a coin to see who has to take what what side of the conversation so one of us is going to have the mammoth task of explaining why parker did nothing wrong and the other person is going to have the the much easier job of explaining why parker is a douchebag um, yeah, so we will not know who is doing what until uh, yeah. we start recording. 
yeah and we'll do the flip uh on on stream um or on the podcast so so you know and yeah yeah now this is an experiment uh yes. yeah uh, just a bit of fun the yeah. um uh there are a lot of the parker one is is so self-evidently yeah problematic yeah. and and whatever but there are a yeah. lot of controversial hmm. uh takes kennedy pro yeah. kennedy people yeah. Um, uh, and I just and, um, we we both just thought it would be fun to yeah. have to make the the pro Connor argument yeah. the right right you know whatever whatever it may be. Um, and just I, in case it isn't evidence, like both Ian and I are not target yeah, def- yeah, defenders, yeah. but uh, one of us is going to have. But I maybe for the sake of the segment, yeah, uh, maybe but, soon for uh, however long <laughs> we decide the, the the segment should be. Um, yeah, but. Uh, uh, yeah, I've gotten arguments that she is a wonderful episode. Uh, this is really something for everybody. Yeah, yeah. There's that's the thing is that uh, in doing uh, this, I rapidly realized every opinion exists, mm-hmm. and if you needed any evidence of that, there was a pro Parker. <laughs> Uh, uh, I I was like when when you told me I'm like what no really yeah like, yeah yeah um yeah, but... it, one happened at the the hangout recently this time or the time before I think it was Tom mm. Tom said okay. something and I was like I've never heard that oh, before I do recall that but I don't but I don't remember, remember what it was I, I thanked him for it too because I was like thank you for because you, usually I'm the one who says something unpopular and i get dog dog piled so it was nice to have somebody else take that mantle yeah Um, well and the thing is like uh with the bad take moniker we're not we're not saying which take is the bad take and the point is like if we do a good enough job with the argument one way or another maybe there will be something (laughs) yeah probably not for parker but that's why we're starting with it yeah and it's just a bit of fun it's just an experiment and yeah, yeah yeah So what yeah. what what was Tom? What was it that Tom? I don't know, Tom. If, if you're watching this, please remind us because I can't remember. It was yeah. something, and I remember thanking him I, for expressing yeah, whatever it. he said. I think that would be a. I think he, maybe it was a pro season four argument. I feel like it was something to the something about how much he loves season four. That, but I mean, that's another example it- of. The like the type Donald, of stuff we're talking Donald about. Donald Connor thing. It likes uh, Connor more. I don't remember uh, exactly yeah, what I don't, it was. I'm gonna, yeah. But that might be a good good one. And yeah, if this works, we'll do more. Like there's um, it sort of spurred. Well, 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 it came on from the idea of like you and I have. You and I have a number of disagreements. Opinions. Yeah, when it comes yeah. to the, the universe. So yeah, we thought yeah, it would yeah, be yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, and and I think at some point we should get into those and and, and sort of discuss the things that we we read differently. Yeah, and yeah. So yeah, cool. Uh, what are we getting up to this week, Jack? Uh, well, personally, um, I'm really wanting to get an eye an outline. Uh, sorry, you're all good. I would really like <laughs> to get an outline done for my solo debut vid- video that I've been teasing for kind of years now. <laughs> uh, um. Would you like people to badger you about it? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, um, yep. At, at lack of surprise one on Twitter, hit, hit me off and be, be like, Jack, have you got the outline How's done? the outline coming, Jack? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I've look. It's been such a long time in the works. I've got lots of great, great ideas, but I just need to make a proper start. Getting on it. started, so, stuff. Yeah. Um, I also fell off the workout bandwagon, and I really need to get back in the swing of things. And that's what I've been doing with Beat Saber. I've now done Beat Saber three days in a row, and I'll definitely be uh, doing it later on, <laughs> unless unless the world ends or something. <laughs> swing of things. Ah, yeah, because you swing your arms around. Awesome. (laughs) Uh, I did a test run of the writing streams that I was talking about the last time uh, for NaNoWriMo. Um, I'm still working on getting the first draft of uh, the book done that uh, I talked about early in this podcast. I'm at about 20,000 words now. Um, End of the year, this month is NaNoWriMo. Uh, I did a test stream on this channel... uh, this week a few people showed up a few people who were writing they did the writing sprints with me which was a ton of fun like that solidarity and that um when i I was living in san francisco and actually started this uh book the original version of this book during my identity quest throw everything against the wall and see what sticks phase uh one of the things i did was i went to a writing group every weekend um Mm -hmm. in sf and sat there and we would all write for an hour and then we'd get up and talk about where we were and how things were going and then you'd sit down and and it was very helpful that shared um momentum so i'm definitely going to do uh another one of those i'm not i i i'm not with the channel and all of that i have not been able to hit the 2000 word a day target which is about two hours of writing for me if things are flowing well Oh, um, wow. okay. but between yeah. uh, and I'm a decently fast typist but between um, the channel the podcast there's just a lot going on um, so but nonetheless I know that there are other people doing NaNoWriMo and um, if the streams are helpful and that solidarity um, uh, I'm going to keep doing it uh, follow me on Twitter to keep abreast of when those are happening that's at Ian Nitram or turn on notifications make sure you have the bell turned on on the channel here and they yeah they are also streamed here on the podcast channel not yeah not the, the main, main channel, channel. Uh, and this week I'm working on the outlines for both Shadow and Shroud of Ramon um, I kind of the there's been this little thing going on in my country for the past week uh, that I oh, really yeah that really? I I have oh. found um, surprisingly emotional and I don't know why I was yeah. surprised no, no me too but sort of yeah <laughs> uh, uh, I'm on the other side of the world and I was like yes yeah I'm so happy yeah uh, like uh, I went from a ton of doom scrolling to joy scrolling mm-hmm. to yeah you know melancholy yeah, scrolling there's a whole lot of that going on. It, it was announced here at like three, four in the, the morning, and and I got got out of bed to hope scroll and to yeah. like celebrate scroll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, this week's a new week. I am taking tomorrow off to play with my new Xbox. Um, and then, <laughs> that sounds like like a euphemism, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. Um, but uh, I'm going to be doing a bit of work on the podcast tomorrow, so it's not really a, a day off. But um, mm. and hope to get at least Shadow in the books. Um, if you want to follow along with Shadow and um, Shroud of Ramon, that's on the live tweet Twitter account, which is listed on the ch- um, on uh, my main one. Anyway, I think that's it. Is that it? Yeah. 
yeah that's it i think we're, we're done thank thanks friends and uh we'll see you next week yeah have a great week we love you cheers bye